This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Right now that time, 816, you're tuned to WGNS on this Monday morning today, March the 8th. In studio with us this morning, I, Dr. Craig McCabe. How are you this morning? Hey, good morning. I'm great. Nice outside. Oh my gosh, it is so nice outside. Um, You know, it's getting, it's March, right? So it's getting time that if you have a yard to get out there and get at it and start working at that yard. So this weekend I was mowing the yard and I was putting out the bug killer and I've got some weed and feed and I got to get some grass seed and get after it. That is what March is to me. But it's also to many people when they get in the yard, they start sneezing, right? Their eyes start watering, their eyes get red and you know what i'm one of those people I too, am too. Man, <laughs> it's rough right so, now yeah so it's starting you know when the buttercups come out that's the first sign you better get on your allergy medication and we got various choices now uh some are over the counter some are prescription if you're looking for an eye drop that'll help your sinuses some and your eyes a whole bunch there's one that last year was by prescription only, and now this year is over-the-counter, and I have no financial interest in it, but it's called Pat-A-Day. comes in a once-a-day and a twice-a-day form, uh, and it works very, very well. Probably the best one out there over-the-counter, in my humble opinion. So uh, next time you're at the drug or grocery store, if that's something that bothers you a little bit get that and uh, put that in about 15 minutes before you go out into the yard a weekend warrior if you will and uh, you'll be you'll feel much better because of it you'll see better if you're out there playing golf I tried to do that too emphasis on tried so you'll perform a little better too when your eyes aren't full of water and you feel like rubbing them now I'm curious because you've talked before about how different medications that are you know put in the eye get into your blood system so is this a medicine that would also help with total <laughs> overall allergies or just eyes uh, it helps with eyes uh you know it's it's probably the best over the counter like i said i think for eyes <clears throat> however there's a connection between the eyes and your uh, middle sinus called the nasolacrimal duct it's in the nose corners of your eyes and it drains your tears and they drain right down there uh, underneath the middle turbinate or uh, one of the sinus openings there in your nose. And it can help get in there and treat those tissues as well. So it also works on your sinuses some. And this has been uh, proven through research. So, yes, it can do both. Does it do as good as a prescription nasal inhaler? That's an antihistamine. No, because those put a concentrated amount right in the area Now, that is prescription for these antihistamines. The one I like best is called azelastin. And if you need to uh, need more than that, uh, then you need to add on a steroid nasal inhaler. And those are over-the-counter. Flonase is a great example of that. And if your insurance pays for it, there's one called Dimista that's got the two-in-one. 
and so that's the most convenient to use, but not everybody's insurance pays for it. So, and l- let me say that just as a side, if you've got a prescription and it's too expensive for you, like I tell my patients, if it costs 50 bucks or more a month, that's too much because everybody's got more than just the medications that I prescribe for them. So ask your doctor for something less expensive. Oftentimes he can find it. We, we pay extra at our office to have this special software that helps for the majority of insurances. Uh, we can look up and see how much it'll cost you when we prescribe it. And uh, you should consider asking your doctor that whenever they write you for it, and they should be able to look that up. If, if they can, it's because they haven't got that software, but a lot of places do now. So anyways, they can help save you the, the pharmacy heartbreak. You go there, just get you and says, uh, you know, Mrs. Smith, I don't know if you're going to want to get this. It's pretty expensive. And so you can save all that time, call back to the doctor, go back to the pharmacy. You know, I've played that game too, and that's not a fun game. So look for that. But also, you should go to the manufacturer's website. So if it's this Dimista medicine, go to Dimista.com. If it's whatever, go to the name .com and look it up. And oftentimes, they have a printable or a mobile app coupon that you can use to reduce your price. That right there was worth listening to this show this morning because that <laughs> can save you 100 bucks or more a month. So anything like that, check it out there first. It doesn't work for all drugs, but it works for quite a few. Uh, and then probably the third thing, if your prescriptions are too expensive, I, I talk to all my patients about this whenever we come across this in the clinic. You know, it's more than 50 bucks a month on their prescription. Um, or they've got a high deductible on their drugs. That's never a good thing to do on your insurance if you use several medications. But we're in still this kind of high deductible period, if you will. I consider it the first four months of the year. But anyways, go to goodrx.com. You can look them up on the internet. If you've got a smartphone, you can download the app. And so that is your third checkpoint. First is the doctor. Second is the manufacturer website. Third is goodrx.com. Look up your drug. And boy, I'll tell you, I have saved significant money using that. So try all these three. Hopefully you won't get three strikes in a row. If so, you need to get on a different medicine. But one of these usually does help you out. Right now that time, 823, and we are going to open up the phone lines for you to text us or call us, 615-893-1450. Again, 615-893-1450. We're broadcasting from the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks online at willowwindow.pro. Craig McCabe, you're looking around. You didn't realize this is the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Pretty impressive, right? Yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> you know, I need to pay more attention. <laughs> Dr. McCabe again with us. And we have a text message here. I had surgery last month, and they put me on pain medication, and I noticed that things are more blurry than they used to be, but I should be totally off of this by next week. Is this permanent? 
Because I, I guess, well, I remember you talked in the past about how some pain medicines can cause blurry vision. Man, talk about paying a, paying attention. I, I listen to everything you wow, say. Wow, I am so impressed on a Monday <laughs> morning. You just bring this out of the files in the back Four of your years brain. Ago. You've got it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go over. Now, I'm not saying that this is the cause of your blurred vision, but it can be. And it is temporary. So once you go off of it, it should get uh better probably within a week also uh, assuming the surgery hasn't caused any swelling around your eyelids or anything else to also give you a dry eye you know it is allergy season maybe you got allergies you know a good thing to have in your bedroom is a humidifier the cool mist kind not the hot kind a cool mist kind yeah you'll you'll actually sleep better huh yeah they don't get the buildup of mold in them and such like the hot steam ones do. It's an ultrasonic cool <laughs> mist. You know, they're 35 bucks. Anyways, it helps you sleep better too <clears throat> because it keeps your nasal and oral pharynx mucosa moist. And if you wake up with dry eyes or dry mouth or dry nose, you need one. Anyways, that aside. So let's say you're on any of these many medications that cause a dry eye. And now I'm gonna go back into my file cabinet and we're gonna say it is these pain medications, oral antihistamines, so if you're taking pills for allergies, that will dry you out significantly. Uh, if you're on any kind of like bladder control medication, antidepressants, a lot of people are on those these days. Uh, let's see, beta blockers, which is a type of blood pressure medication Man, there's, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, that, that, that's quite a bit. I'll bet you we hit one out of three of our listeners with that list. Yeah, I mean, those are pretty normal things, a lot of them to be on. Yeah, you know, that's another good question. Ask your doctor when he puts you on a new medication, you know, what are the typical, not the rare, but what are the typical side effects I may experience with this? Hopefully they'll tell you that when they start you on it. But if they don't, like I've told you many, many times on this program, you have to play an active part now in your health care. Just don't say, oh, I just let my doctor take care of all that. You know, those days are long gone by. If you want the best health you can have, you've got to play an active part. You know, I, I guess one of the reasons those days are gone is because we are now in a very fast-growing area. I mean, Murfreesboro's getting huge. And because of that, I would say it's harder for a doctor to individually know personally each and every patient like they used to. That's right. And they have greatly expanded our street system to take care of all of the increased population, haven't they? Well, there's a few streets I could name that are not, not ready. Right, right. Uh, gosh, I wish. I have a friend that's on the city council. He probably hates talking to me every time because I get on his case every time. Anyways, it just gets busier and busier. I remember we used to go across Murfreesboro in 12 minutes. It takes 30 now. Yes. And if it's Friday afternoon, forget about it, right? It's, it's the worst. Anyways, it's still not as bad as Atlanta, Chicago, L.A., all those major cities. But my gosh, we can control it in a small town, you would think. Yeah, but anyways, got traffic. <laughs> anyways, what were we talking about? I don't even know now. Uh, we were talking about medications, eyes. dry eye, affects a lot of people, uh, allergy season. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, 
a lot of these medications, they kind of build side effects upon each other. So this one because, you know, maybe you're on the pain control. Maybe you're on an antidepressant. Maybe you're on both. Yeah, they start to add up, and then you get more and more of a pronounced dry eye, and you cross a threshold where it goes from what we say in the medical field as being subclinical to clinically relevant, which means now it's hampering your daily activities. So you're rubbing your eyes, you can't look at the computer or the TV screen as long, you know, you're out playing golf or doing whatever in the yard, and it's starting, you're starting to notice your vision. You know, your eyes are good and healthy when you never think about them. That's when they're good and healthy. If you're thinking about your eyes, something's going on, right? Could be allergies, maybe your vision's not as good, maybe you're developing cataracts. It could be any kind of a number of things. And what you need to ask yourself is, have I had a thorough dilated eye exam in the last year? If you have, you're probably in good shape. If you haven't, then absolutely, this should be a reminder from your body saying, hey, it's time to get an eye exam. So <laughs> don't forget that. Dr. McCabe with us. We have several text messages to get to, but uh, let's, well, we had a phone call. I guess they just hung up. We'll go with this text message here asking about prescription medications. How in the world is my doctor supposed to stay up to date with all the medications out there, and how knowledgeable should they be with the medications? How do they stay, how do they stay up to date on this stuff? I'll tell you, I can't. I mean, there's a lot I of can't. stuff. You're, yeah, there's, there's new cancer treatment drugs for things that aren't related to eyes at all. And so if it's, if it's in a field that, that you're not even following regularly, things are at such a pace now. <clears throat> and my God, they've used up all the words in the English language. Now they're making up names for these Definitely drugs, so. right? Zalukabuka, you know, <laughs> that's the next medication, you know. And you'll see some little sweetheart on a swing being pushed by her mom, you know, and it'll say, you know, can cause uh, deadly side effects yeah propulsive <laughs> diarrhea or something crazy and everyone's just happy and swinging and it's meant for you to glaze over it and ignore it but anyways that's marketing so on these new medications like i said in my uh emr system electronic medical records where we prescribe patients medications it'll come up with conflicts your pharmacist has the same way. If your doctor is up to date on his electronics and his software, his should do it as well. But I'll tell you, not everyone is. So ask about it. There you go, play an active part. Like I said, what are the common, not the rare, what are the common side effects that I might expect so that I don't get nervous and worried about it and so I know what's going on with my body when I take this new medication. So make sure you're informed. And if you're seeing a doctor that's just in and out and you don't get time to ask them questions or they don't offer you much information, you know, there's over 300 doctors in Murfreesboro. Let's put it that way. There's a lot. Yeah. So you've got choices. This text message here says, I have continued eye-related problems. My son's <laughs> encouraging me to smoke marijuana. I don't know <laughs> if that's good or bad, but could it really help me? Of course, it doesn't say what our related problems that person has but you know I've, I've heard that's one of those things that you hear some state legislators are pushing for legalization of medical marijuana and and one of the things they talk about is 
eyesight related? Was it for glaucoma or something? I, would, I, I think it's in 14 states now. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah, and it's, I think our nearest neighbor that has it is Illinois. But it's not legal in the state of Tennessee or in the other states around here. Uh, so let's talk about THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, which is the active ingredient in marijuana. And it can, yes, it can lower eye pressure in your eye. And if you have glaucoma with high eye pressure, it can do it. Now, what's the dosage on that to achieve that goal of lowered eye pressure? Well, you have to get high every two hours, including while you're asleep. While you're asleep's when your pressure is the highest in your eye, by the way. So that's when you need it the most. So are you going to stay high 24 hours a day? Are you going to get up every two hours? No. So it's not practical. doesn't work for that. So let's just rule that out. Everybody says that I need it for my glaucoma. No, absolutely not. Doesn't work in that way unless you do that. So it doesn't work that way. Now, can uh, CBD oil, you know, we have these shops uh, pop up. It is legal in our state. <clears throat> can it work? And the answer to that is it's a hit and miss. I know people that use it, and they say, I've tried all the prescription medications, all the over-counter medications. This one helps me the most. Well, okay, great. It's legal. doesn't have any significant side effects. Uh, it's nowhere near as bad for you as tobacco smoke, chewing, alcohol, all these other kind of things. So, yeah, if that works for you, you know, you give it a try. You, you don't have to worry about it. Give it a try. Uh, and that may help you. But as far as marijuana, it, you know, it, it depends the percentage of CBD. CBD calms you down. The THC revs you up. So it kind of depends what you're looking for. And if you're looking for health-wise, maybe you have trouble sleeping. I know people that use the CBD for that or it's anti-inflammatory effects. And the point is just don't be persuaded by marketing and be one of the placebo responders, if you know what I mean, which means it worked for my friends, so it must work for me. No, have an open mind. Either it works for you or it doesn't, or it's not worth the money because it's not cheap either. So that's fine. The marijuana is illegal, and as far as medical effects, it's just not practical. You know what's interesting? Even though it is legal in some states, in those states, it's actually still illegal because federally... It's not a legal drug. So, you know, that, that's going to be interesting to see what happens, how that comes into play over the next, you know, 10 or 15 years with marijuana. Yes, that's right. We have a lot of issues like that where federal and state conflict a little bit, even with, you know, wearing our COVID masks, right? Yeah. So, which uh, comes into effect, what's the date today? March 8th. March 8th, so next week, the 15th. Uh, again, Dr. Craig McCabe, eye doctor, on the air with us this morning. If you have an eye-related question, feel free to text us, 615-893-1450. And by the way, the McCabe Vision Center is at 122 Heritage Park Drive right here in the borough. But you can text us any question you may have. Again, 615-893-1450. Right now the time, 8.36. We're going to take a short break. We have a 
big news story to update you on in regards to the shooting that took place on I-24 near I-840. It happened this past Saturday afternoon. It has been labeled as a road rage incident and one person was transported to the hospital, Vanderbilt Medical Center, in fact, in Nashville. That person was a 19-year-old female. Hmm. One witness to all of this that unfolded told us all about it just a little while ago, and here is the latest. WGNS News talks with Carl Bauer, a local Murfreesboro plumber who was pulling onto Interstate 24 when a motorist opened fire on a teenage driver. So we were on our way to a, a job over there in, off of Casey Lane for Old South Properties. I was coming off of 840 when we were getting ready to merge on the 24. Silver Cadillac just kind of cut right in, and I was like, who in the heck is this? Man, that's when the, the window was rolled down, and the suspect, he stuck his arm out with the pistol and probably shot off, I don't know, Dale, what, six? Seven or eight. Seven or eight rounds. And that's when Bauer decided something needed to be done. And then he bailed off to the right on the medical center. So I was like, man, I've, I've got to at least get this guy's tag number. So we followed him. He went down Manson Pike, then on to Florence, and then bailed out into another subdivision. That's where I lost him. But then we met up with some uh, Mercer Road police officers and went around the area in that subdivision. And The local plumber did get what he wanted. I didn't have anything right within my vehicle, so I had a Sharpie hanging in my visor. So I grabbed it, and I just wrote the tag number on my center console, which will probably be there for a long time. And what about the victim's family? I've been in contact with the family. They have overwhelmingly have been calling me just with the thank you for what you did and, and so on. Overwhelming love from them. As this crime unfolded, what did you see? I was going the same direction, I believe. The car that was doing the shooting cut in front of me and then shot across. I was going eastbound on 24, and this car came eastbound 24, cut in front of me, and then was shooting at an angle. So we're, I think we're all going in the same direction. Did it look as if he was aiming toward the victim or just randomly shooting? Well, at first we thought it was just a random shooting at anybody because we didn't see her because, again, we were merging on to 24. As soon as we merged on to 24... That's when it all happened. So we weren't a witness of as far as what happened, as far as because I think it's classified as a road rage in, uh, investigation. I did not see the road rage part of it. All I saw was this guy cutting in front of me, start shooting, and then he bailed off the interstate. I followed. Natural instinct was to just follow him, at least get a tag number so that he could be identified. You did something most people would not do. You put yourself and your son, who was with you, in harm's way. What was going through your mind? Why I did it, I, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I guess if I was in that situation, I hope somebody would do the same thing. But I was at least the, the fact that he was driving the way he was driving told me that he was guilty of some, some wrongdoing. Because when we got away from Medical Center, he kind of started driving normal. Still at fast, kind of not excessive speed, but he wasn't passing people on a two-lane highway like he was on, on Medical Center and Manson Pike. When he got on Florence, he kind of started driving normal. But when he got to that subdivision, I guess he kept seeing my truck, because my truck is bright orange. It's a work truck. You can't miss it. He had a gun. I had a gun, too. But I just, you know, like again, my son was with me. And uh, at the same time, it was a good experience for him, because 
he's going to be driving here soon one day, and you know he's going to make some people mad. I'm sure on the highways because he's a new driver. That's kind of worrisome. So I think it was a good lesson for him at the same time. And some good news has developed. I've been in contact with the family. They said she just went uh, through surgery and that uh, it's looking promising. So that's that's a good thing. The 19-year-old girl is improving. She, she is a twin, so she has an identical sister. And I've been in contact with her as well. I, I pray for that family because there's no, no matter what the age, even though the younger, the worse, you don't take that kind of aggression on the roadway because... It could have been a case where I was late or running late or I had to get somewhere, and instead of staying behind that semi, me and my son, we, we could have passed that, that semi and could have been in the crossfire. And more good news. Luckily, they did catch the guy. I did talk to the detective, and um, they do have the suspect in, in custody. WGNS News has been talking with local plumber Carl Bauer. He is the citizen who followed the shooter off of the interstate got his license tag number, and now that person is in custody. Plus, a 19-year-old female who was shot has undergone surgery and is improving. This is WGNS News. This is Amanda at Animal City inviting your family to come do business with my family. As pet parents, we know that pets make our lives better. Here at Animal City, we love to help make the lives of our customers' pets better too. Whether it's helping you select a premium quality food that your finicky cat will love, a cute new toy for the dog, or carrying a hard to find item for your small animal friend, we are happy to put our 30 years of pet experience to work for you. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk. Right now that time, 842, Dr. Craig McCabe in studio with us. I, doctor, here in the borough. And if you have questions for him, just text us, 615-893-1450. Again, 615-893-1450. And again, his office at 122 Heritage Park Drive. So what else is going on this morning? Anything interesting about the eyes? Any new research? Uh, I'll tell you, there's, well, there's, there's a lot of research going on with age-related macular degeneration. And as uh, our country's population ages, there'll be more research money thrown into that. Uh, there's more nearsightedness in the world than there used to be they're wow. calling it a myopia epidemic so it's why not is contagious that? so they shouldn't call it an epidemic but i think because a lot more people are fixated on video display screens such as phones and other things tablets and such closer to their face you know how often do you see uh, and moms out there, please don't get mad at me because I've been there. 
But <laughs> when their kids are throwing a fit or something, and what's the mom do? She gives the small child their phone, and it, it's like becoming like very commonplace now. The kid has the phone almost as much as the mom now until they get to be 10 now, and then they've got their own cell phone. You know what I mean? And during these critical ages, and what happens is you're, when your eye focuses on something close, it uh, exercises uh, these muscles in what's called accommodation, which is the only time that your eyes look in opposite direction. Hey, there's a, uh, what do you call one of those uh, questions that you rarely think about, but uh, the only time is when you're looking at something up close, right? Your right eye turns left and your left eye turns right. Otherwise, they have a yoke phenomenon where they always move the same direction, left, right, up, and down, except for something up close. And also, your pupils get smaller, and by doing that, it increases focus. <clears throat> and there's a muscle in your eye called the ciliary body, and it actually spins a little bit as it contracts, and it uh, makes the lens in your eye thicken, which increases its power for sight up close, makes it a little bit more nearsighted. And uh, those are the parts of accommodation. Those are the three things that happen when someone looks at something to read up close. And so doing this for hours and hours every day during development, uh, they tend to grow that way in, that, in those positions and uh, creates more nearsightedness uh, for the world. Um, so that's a, uh, a small point <laughs> uh, anyways. But that's one of the things that if you read what's new in ophthalmology, and being an eye nerd, I do that. So those kind of things. Uh, as far as uh, our office, uh, we're doing a lot of the full-range vision lens implants <laughs> for cataract surgery. That's kind of becoming our specialty now is getting people to see well without the need of glasses. You know, lots of people say they have cataract surgery and they, they see fine, but they're wearing glasses, either for near-far reading or both. Um, and at our office, we try really hard to get people to be able to see most everything without any glasses after their cataract surgery. Now we're also working on uh, that when we do that cataract surgery, we also lower their need to use eye drops for glaucoma if they concomitantly have glaucoma. And there's new treatments out for that. So now instead of just getting rid of the need for glasses, if you have glaucoma, we can also help to get rid of your need for eye drops. There are <clears throat> a little injectable pellet called Darista. That's something new that we're doing in our office. We're doing a lot of that, actually, is we can place this in the front of people's eyes, and it has their glaucoma eye drop medicine very concentrated in a little micro pellet. And this slowly leaks out the medicine at the correct rate so that they don't have to use their eye drops for glaucoma. And with our patients, we've shown this to last at least six months. And everyone we put it in, insurance pays for it. So you get a twofer out of it. You don't have to pay for your glaucoma eye drops medicine. And you don't have to put it in. The third thing is that you're getting the right dose of the medicine all throughout the day, 24 seven, 
for six months. It may be longer, but that's the longest we've had people had these in. Anyways, this is very convenient for people, but what the doctors like about it is improve something called compliance. Lots of patients, and you know, we're all guilty of this, will get tired at night, and if it's a nightly medicine, we'll be like, eh, I'll just take it tomorrow. <laughs> you know, I'm too tired tonight. And so they don't do as well on their medications. Uh, but the other thing that doctors like, besides the improved compliance, is they're getting the right metered dose of the medication over time. So unlike an eye drop, whereas when you put the medicine in, it's at its highest concentration, and then 12 or 24 hours go by before you have to use it again, and it's dropped down to its what's called trough level, which is the lowest level, which is below what you need, and you got to put another drop in, and then you get this kind of up and down wave motion to your dosage. Whereas if you have something that puts it in this constantly, it's kind of like having an insulin pump for people that are diabetics can relate to this, uh, that tries to regulate the insulin, keep their sugar at a constant uh, safe range. Same way goes with this uh, Darista medicine. So if you have glaucoma, you'd be interested in that, you know, give our office a call. I'm going to try to paraphrase this next text. It's a little lengthy, but it said, Dr. McCabe, you mentioned something earlier about health insurance. I, I guess that's, I know you just did it again, but that was back when we were talking about prescriptions sure. and how expensive prescriptions are. Yeah. Uh, because you're not a shopping mall eye doctor, and you can probably explain that to listeners as well, because there's a difference between the place where you go. We're not one of the chain stores that typically sell glasses and contacts. So it asks... Is there a medical insurance that covers my eyes or will it cover my eyes at all when I have a procedure done with you? So, I, so let, let me tell you this. Almost all medical insurers cover all uh, necessary <clears throat> medical eye treatments, which includes procedures. However, it does not cover cosmetic things. So if you want to have Botox for wrinkles, some will cover Botox for headaches. And by the way, when you've tried other things and that doesn't work very well and you have these frontal migraine headaches, Botox works very, very well. I'm, I'm curious about Let's get to that in a second. I'm yeah, curious we'll about that. that. So <clears throat> there's that. <clears throat> now let's talk about the difference between medical insurance and eye insurance in respect to going to the eye doctor. So if you have nothing wrong with your eyes, except you need glasses or contacts, boom, that's vision insurance. And that's vision insurance only. If you have any kind of medical problem, glaucoma, cataracts, diabetes, macular degeneration, any of a list of host of things, then that's a medical problem and that's only covered by medical insurance. Now, if you have vision insurance, you almost always have medical insurance. But if you have medical insurance, you may not always have vision insurance because the two come together with medical insurance. So that's how that works. And they're, they're like um, brothers that just can't get along ever. So they do not play well together. <laughs> which means that you can't use your vision and your medical 
on the same date of service or the same day. So your vision covers refractions, your medical doesn't, which is like your glasses prescription. So sometimes you need to have two appointments and this is a pain and a hassle and I'm sorry, I've got nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's the government. So if you're going to get your glasses and you've, you, you were not talking about anything else, we're just doing that, you can use your vision. But you can't use your vision and have a glaucoma or a cataract or a, or a diabetic visit where you have diabetic damage in your eyes. Some will cover diabetes, but that's only when you have no medical diabetes in your eyes. It's elsewhere. So that's that. Now, as far as eye drops go, we talked about procedures. <clears throat> as far as eye drops go, this is where you separate the men from the boys, the wheat from the chaff, if you will. Several insurers are poor. They're poor at covering common, basic needed eye medications. And some are good, but some are not good. And so if you have eye problems, and let's say this was no, end of November, beginning of January, where you've got a choice of what insurance you get, Make sure when you're talking to those people that they include your eye medications in your list of medications. So how do you pick the best insurance? It's not just your monthly premium. It's also all your medications. And you add up what the cost that would be for your premiums, your monthly medications for the whole year, and then that'll tell you your cost. And then thirdly, Make sure the eye doctors, or all the doctors, I should say, all the doctors that you found that you really like and you don't want to stop seeing, make sure they're covered on your insurance. When you've got that, you've got the best insurance you can get at the best price. Well, there you go. Now, you mentioned the Botox thing to help get rid of headaches, and I've heard that before. I'm curious, though. Where is the Botox injected in order to get rid of the headaches? Because some people obviously don't want their appearance to change for the good uh, or for the bad. <laughs> I, I, so so where, where would the injection be and can you notice it? Okay, so where it's typically used in 98% of the time is in the forehead. Because people who get... Migraines will tell me, will tell you, oh, I rub my forehead. It really bothers me. Am I having eye pain uh, causing these headaches? And no, 98% of all eye pain is referred from other uh, beginning sources of the pain, like migraine headaches. Sometimes muscle tension headaches can develop into migraine headaches, and that's from poor posture. Uh, slunching over of your shoulders, bending your neck too far, all those kind of things. We've talked about that before. But in migraine headaches, it's uh, several little tiny, little small, with the smallest needle they make. That's what we use at our office. Uh, you barely feel it. Injections across the forehead. It takes three days to kick in. Lasts for four to five months in general. And that will greatly reduce the frequency and severity of people's migraine headaches. Hmm. Really, really neat. Uh, so um, if you're troubled with these and you're having difficulty with all the medications or the medications cause other problems, you know, give this a go. Chances uh, are 
that you'll do well with it. Is it expensive to get done? <clears throat> so if your insurance covers it and you've met your deductible, because like we said, we're in deductible season, <laughs> the first quarter, if you will. So if you met your deductible, then, then no, they cover it like anything else. Um, if they haven't, uh, if you haven't met your deductible or if it's not covered by your insurer, then uh, yes, um, I think our cost is around 14 dollars a unit and it depends on how many units you need but it's it's probably around 200 250 dollars to get that done but the migraine medicines are expensive too and going through a migraine you know you're pretty much your whole world stops you know what i mean so it can be very worth it to you we got another text message here, and we only have about three minutes left in the show with Dr. McKay, but mm -hmm. it asks that, uh, again, I'm going to paraphrase, my mother is 60 in a wheelchair, but did not used to be in a wheelchair. She is on a long list of medications and appears lethargic most days. However, she did not used to appear, appear lethargic, but she is on medications from her regular regular doctor and also her I guess what they're trying to say is they're, they're counselor or psychiatrist. Um, so I guess a mixture of medications between a psychiatrist mm -hmm. and a family doctor. Mm -hmm. Now These family doctors, they don't usually talk to the psychiatrist, so it's up to the patient to say, hey, I'm also on this, this, and this. Right. right. Now they should get a letter from the psychiatrist. Just like if you come uh, to our office for diabetes check once a year, we always, always send a letter to your primary care doctor. So they know exactly what's going on there. And all your doctors should do that. Once a year, if you see them, they should send a letter to your primary care because they're the gatekeeper. they got to put it all together. I don't know how they do it, but they've got to put it all together. They've got a big job. So the question is a change in mental status. This is medically called a change in mental status. Now, can that be from a stroke, Alzheimer's, any of these other things that happen with time as we get older? Yes. Can it be from being over-medicated? Yes. And that definitely happens. And I think we might have all seen a situation of that or two. Uh, and you just need to have a talk with both the doctors. Make sure that they're talking to each other and see if there's any conflicts there or if some medication's been increased coincident with the change in mental status. And then maybe that needs to be backed down on uh, but that's not your decision to make. You've got to talk to your doctor to do that to make sure we're not causing any other issues when we make that change. And, you know, it's sad when somebody is trying to get mental-related help. They're on medication, but the medication actually makes them feel worse. Than I know. Sometimes you take a medication and it's got a side effect. You've got to take a medication for that side effect. And then it kind of all spirals up. And that's why our emphasis is to have you on the least amount of medications through some of these things and procedures that we've talked about so that you can perform better day in and day out. Again, our guest today has been Dr. Craig McCabe with McCabe Vision Center at 122 Heritage Park Drive in Murfreesboro. We have like 30 seconds left, so you close for us. Yeah, well, thanks, everybody. Wonderful questions and texts. Also, please know that we offer a full line of cosmetic and skin treatments, uh, wrinkles like we talked about, Botox, facial fillers. Uh, we have the best uh, cosmetic lasers to help to get rid of aging spots and other wrinkles. 
and we have the best prices on all of these. So if you like what you hear, please uh, make an appointment. Our office number at McKay Vision Center, 615-904-9024. Look us up on Facebook or any of the other places. And please write down your questions and save them. We'll be here next month, same time, second Monday of the month in the morning. Dr. Craig McKay with McCabe Vision of Murfreesboro. And thank you again for joining us. Thank you.